Rusty Quill presents. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I am but a glimmering ephemera, insubstantial. And when you touch me, I run like sand through your fingers. Ah, that was one of my favourite poems when I was a little boy. Ah, such fond memories. (laughs) Welcome to the Advice and Community segment of Spirit Box Radio. listeners it's been a busy week for me here at the studio the first few weeks of any new year are usually chock full of people looking for enlightenment and normally madame marie would spend three or four of the january episodes running through those requests with you all faithful listeners but of course she still hasn't come back from wherever it is she's gone to i have made a bit of progress with organizing the studio however i've cleared some of the shelves and organized the communion wafers I've found some spare boxes upstairs and I've brought them down to throw things into temporarily. Uh, Not throw, wrong word, to place carefully until such a time as I can properly display them. It's really exciting. It's given me something to do besides sitting around feeling guilty about how few of Madame Marie's duties I can actually perform. Another thing that's kept me going over the last few weeks has been the wonderful posts on the forums you've been making about using the Spirit Box services that we offer continuously. Brian in Tunbridge managed to successfully commune with his brother Arthur in the early hours of Sunday morning. This is excellent news because those of you who frequent the forums will know, Brian has been trying to get in touch with Arthur at around this time every week for about six months now. Arthur had some health issues and Brian lived with him as a carer. And since Arthur passed away last year, he's been experiencing some strange occurrences in the house they once shared. Brian has now confirmed that it is, in fact, Arthur, who's been knocking over his glass of water every night and pounding rhythmically on the floor. Brian had been considering contacting sometimes supporters of the show, Stickler and Stickler, but he's now concluded he's more than happy for the supernatural disturbances to continue. 
He's even bought a silicon mat to put beside his bedside table so that the repeated water spillages don't ruin the carpet. How heartwarming is that? I do love a happy ending, especially one with some brotherly love. Oh, goodness! How exciting! Hello, you're live on Spirit Box Radio. Please don't invoke any harmful spirits. This is Sam Enfield, temporary host of the Spirit Box Radio Advice and Community segment. To whom am I speaking? Hi, Sam, it's Beth. Regular caller Beth, no less. How exciting! How did you get on with your eyebrow? Not turned yellow again, I take it? No, nothing like that. I'm actually calling because something kind of weird occurred to me when I was listening to the show last week. Weird? How so? Well, this florist, Mr Oliver, he's sending you bouquets of roses and stuff, right? And for Christmas, the note that said it was from your dad, that was a rose, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, maybe... Possibly they could have come from the same person. (gasps) You know, you might actually be onto something. Well, happy to be of service. I do owe you one, after all. Oh, nonsense, Beth. I may not be as competent as Madame Marie, but I'm here to serve all the faithful listeners with any queries that I can. I'm only sorry I can't be of more help. No, Sam, I don't mean that. Oh, well, what do you mean? You don't need to be so modest, you know. You keep putting yourself down, saying you aren't very talented as a... I don't know what term you prefer. Is it witch? Sorcerer? Psychic? (laughs) No, no, really. I'm none of those things at all. I'm just the lowly P.O. box boy. I don't have any sort of proclivity for the arcane arts. You you are Sam Enfield, right? Yes, that's me. Just Sam. But years and years ago, my mum brought you to me. I'd been in a car crash and I'd been in a coma for weeks. She talked to me, got me to come back to my body. Turns out I wasn't in a coma at all. I was actually astral projecting. I... I what? And when I woke up, you were sat there and so was my mum and Madame Marie. Mum had always been really superstitious before, but after that it was like, I don't know, twofold. She was really scared I was some kind of witch or something, so made extra sure I didn't read any books about magic. I didn't even read Harry Potter until I left for uni. It's really weird. Don't you remember me? I mean, I suppose there were a lot of other kids like me that you helped. I I didn't. I I don't. I'm sorry, you must have me confused with somebody else. (laughs) No, I'd know your voice anywhere. That's why I still called when I heard it was you on the radio, not Madame Marie. I... You knew? You, You... You really don't remember, do you? No, no, it it can't be, I... Hello? Hello, Sam? Hello? Oh my God, Sam? Hello? Hello? Sam, can you hear me? Sam? Anna? Oh my God, I thought you were dead. (coughs) Oh, I'm fine. Your, Your nose is bleeding. Oh, it's... it's fine. Sam, I I told you. Sam. Are you all right? What the hell are you doing here? I was in my shed. You were in your... and you didn't stop him? What am I, his keeper now? Jesus Christ, Kitty. Sam, can you stand here? I told you I'm fine. Um, hello? Oh, God, the bloody show's still running, isn't it? Uh, Hi, lovely. Uh, What was it? Uh, Beth? Uh, Just hang up now. We're going to be closing things down. What just happened? 
Sam's not very well. This idiotic magic stuff stresses him out and makes him worse. That's why he's not supposed to get involved. Don't look at me like that. You were supposed to be looking out for him. I have a life. Could have fooled me. It's my job, Oh, spare me. Mum just trundles off and you're where? The Outer Hebrides? It's not like you were here to stop him anyway. Did she pay you? I should just go, right? Yes. Obviously. I'm sorry, Beth. It's okay. You guys need to calm down. I'm completely fine. I don't know what happened. Oh, well then, if you have amnesia, that's a great sign that you're totally fine, isn't it? Anna. Don't you Anna me. Why are you even here? It's not like you to make social calls. I was in the neighbourhood. At two in the morning. I was worried. I... Do you... Shh! Hello, officers. Hello, ma'am. We've had a noise complaint at this residence. The neighbours were concerned about some kind of domestic violence. Everything is fine. If you're sure, ma'am. I'm desperately sure, actually. My brother has a medical condition. Oh, ma'am. I'll I'll try to make sure he only has seizures at sensible hours. Jumped up a little. No, it'll... Bast. What? Is there something on my face? They heard me, but I'm all the way down here. I know, kiddo. It's it's all right. Oh, Don't God. worry. My head is killing me. Maybe you hit it on the way down. I, I should take you to hospital. You might have a concussion. No, no hospitals. All right. Nobody is going to make you go. Would you stop looking at me like this is all my fault? If you'd bothered to try and stop him from doing this... Tried a damn sight harder than you did. You gave up after one coffee morning, unless I'm grossly mistaken. I am busy. I am a lawyer. I have to go to work and meetings and... I'm busy too. Playing games. Indulging in M's fantasy. I'm so sorry about that, faithful listeners. It's all go tonight at Spirit Fox Radio. Next week... Are you serious? You're pressing on with this, even after that? You're going to end up really sick, Sam. You know, I really have no idea what you're talking about. Either explain or shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry again, faithful listeners. Sam, stop messing around. Uh, let it go. No, I won't. I can't just... Really doesn't remember, Anna. I said shut up. <sighs> These two jokers... Well, faithful listeners, this has been a fascinating episode. My first call live on air. Next week, I'll do my best to get my sisters out of the studio. I'll lock myself in if I have to. Well then, I suppose I better get on with the... What was it I was doing? Oh yeah. We received a letter from a mixed Nicola Hunt in Yorkshire asking for advice about some disturbances in their home. They live in an old Tudor house, which sees very frequent activity from the unhappily deceased, and Nicola has been using our services for some time, for some personal seances and to entertain guests when the mood strikes. As a veteran user of the Spirit Box Radio forums, Nicola turned there first when they started to receive some very frequent communications with one ghost in particular, who has identified himself as Malcolm. Interactions with Malcolm were pleasant at first, 
He was unusually conversant for a ghost and eager to push to the front whenever Nicola tuned in to Spirit Box Radio. After several months, though, Nicola noticed a change in Malcolm's behaviour towards them. Malcolm was no longer interested in conversation, only in Nicola's comings and goings. They noticed odd things moving about the house. A hairbrush they had lost years ago appeared in the bathroom on the windowsill. A cold spot in the corner of the bedroom shifted several inches to the right, so it was no longer in Nicola's path to bed. Whenever Nicola spoke to Malcolm, he seemed eager to agree with their every word. In their letter, Nicola asked desperately for advice as to whether or not it was possible for the unhappily deceased to fall in love with the living. The users on the forum could only provide them with advice about the other way round, with living people falling for ghosts, as it were. Nicola's main concern is what would happen should they, in fact, reject Malcolm's affections. Nicola is only in their late 20s and has set their desires on a partner somewhere far closer to the living end of the spectrum. Well, Nicola, I'm not sure how much use I can really be to you as I've had very limited interaction with the unhappily deceased and I have terrible trouble trying to catch anybody's eye, dead or otherwise, so I'm not very experienced in the romantic department either. What I can tell you is that this actually brought to mind a very specific story I remember reading, or maybe... I No, I didn't read it, I just I heard about it. The story was about a specific kind of arcana, something not quite a ghost, but something more substantial. The story goes that this creature began as all ghosts do, as a memory kept alive in the tree sap of some lingering trauma, but then a living person caught the ghost's eye. Nobody knew whether or not the ghost had some kind of previous history with falling in and out of love, or whether the boy he became infatuated with reminded him of someone from his living past, but what is known is that the ghost loved the boy more than anything, and went out of its way to show it. The boy found his clothes, which he'd discarded haphazardly on his return home from the night previous, folded neatly on the back of his chair. He found food in the pot which might have burned due to his inattentiveness, saved and turned down to a simmer. He found a towel hanging on the bath rail, even though he was certain he'd forgotten to bring one into the bathroom with him. Living alone, the boy thought at first he was being tormented by someone breaking into his house, so he set up cameras. But they always flickered in that telltale way that cameras flicker when there's a creature of arcane nature nearby, just before something strange was about to happen. So he called in a psychic. Our own psychic, in fact. Madame Marie. After several ministrations, Madame Marie concluded that the ghost haunting the boy in our tale was no longer a ghost, but had become something different. Something more, perhaps, or possibly less. Certainly further from human than anything that the word ghost implies. This creature had become arcane. Madame Marie called him the yes man because that's what he did he told the boy yes at every turn and existed to serve him exclusively but the boy had a whole life to lead one which could not be lived whilst his every step was haunted by this arcane thing madame marie called on a few of her friends and within a week they had eradicated the arcana and the boy called in stickler and stickler to clean up the rest i don't know how much help this is to you nicole but please don't hesitate to contact the professionals if you need to Stickler and Stickler's information is available on our forums, and of course, you can always get in touch with them by <laughs> into your and try not to worry about the collateral damage.
Okay, faithful listeners, I'd read more with you, but I was so rudely interrupted and I think I've about run out of time. We'll be here all night otherwise. I could probably do it with a yes man or two in my own life, couldn't I? <laughs> oh, stop sulking, you two. Remember, faithful listeners, use the forums to keep track of when other faithful listeners are trying to use the Spirit Box Radio service. Thank you again for tuning in to the advice and community segment at Spirit Box Radio. Next week, I promise to give you a little more advice and foster a warmer community spirit. I've been Sam Enfield, unexpectedly joined by Kitty the Investigator and our sister, Anna. Say goodbye, you two. Goodbye. This is Spirit Box Radio. Thank you and good night. Radio is distributed by Hangyuthal Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. The show is created, directed and produced by me, Ada Major, the voice of Sam Enfield. This episode also features the voices of Alex Palava Richardson as Anna, Daisy Jane Major as regular caller Beth, Jesse Jeffrey as Kitty and Gary Major as The Officer. Music is by Maybe Wednesday. Find us on Twitter at Spirit Box Radio or tweet the slots at Hanging Slots. You can support the show at patreon.com forward slash Hanging Sloth Studios. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.